Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, we are on. I am so excited. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. I have a treat for you. So we're excited. It's going to be all about um, exercise and weight loss today. So I'm going to start with introductions. For those that don't know me, my name is Dr. Uday. I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine. I also own an aesthetic practice. And with both modalities, my goal is to have my patients not only feeling good, but looking good. All right, so our very special guest today is Dr. Anita Luanga. Um, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about her. She is an exercise physiologist, general internist, geriatrician, and assistant professor of the of general internal medicine at the University of Sask. She owns her own medical practice and serves um, her own patients residing in the SAS health region. She helps them by improving their health through optimizing diet, exercise, and medications. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's the pleasure is all mine. So we're gonna get right into it. So the topic is optimizing workouts to support weight loss. So, Dr. Luanga, why is this topic important? I think this topic is so important because so many people are trying to lose weight. Yes. And they're exercising, they're working hard, and they're frustrated because it's like the harder they work out, the more weight they gain. It can happen paradoxically. And the reason I'm also passionate about the stories because I did my undergraduate in exercise and health physiology, despite my so-called knowledge about this topic, I actually had the same thing happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can relate during residency, you're running around, you're not eating very well. And all of us are skinny. Like you manage to keep, you know, this nice shape despite not really being very healthy. Like my typical day would be like, wake up, have like my coffee, have my chocolate bar in my bag, like, and, you know, walk around, do rounds in the morning, have my chocolate bar and then have like a decent lunch. I'd actually eat full food for lunch. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm not cooking. I'm too exhausted. So I'd have like a latte, go to bed. And I was like, skinny like this so everyone's like you know hey you know you look good you look healthy but i knew i was not healthy so (laughs) when i started working i'm like i need to change this i can't you know be eating chocolate bars and just you know not eating very healthy so i started eating more full meals um but I, I, my weight stayed stable, but I was like, okay, let me start working out. So I started doing these intense workouts. And I thought to myself, like you learn, if you have more muscle, you're going to um, speed up your metabolism. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to build more muscle. So I did these hit workouts, resistance training, and I gained weight without losing fat. And I was like, my clothes are not fitting. So I was like, let me work out harder. And the crazy thing I was doing, I was thinking I was doing like 12 hour night shifts. So be, before my night shift, mm-hmm. <laughs> the sleep is another thing. <laughs> I know. I know. Before my 12 hour night shift, I was like doing this one hour, like, you know, hardcore workout and then go to work and like eat my food. And I was eating the wrong things. I was eating like a lot of sugar to keep me energized. And I, it's not until I got a nutrition coach who helped me and like helped me apply the science I knew 
that I was actually able to lose weight and even eat more food. So I want to share this information with people so they don't have to suffer and struggle. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's really, really a prominent issue and, you know, believe it or not, you know, medical professionals, we have similar issues and we understand. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's, um, so the other question I have for you is, you know, with workouts, would you say there are any contraindications to it from your perspective? That's a great question. I think most people can work out unless their doctor tells them not to work out. So some examples of people who a doctor might say, you know what, back up on the workout for a little while, is somebody who's had a heart attack recently, especially people that have had a heart attack and have had a procedure such as cabbage where they replace the blood vessels in the heart or have had stents placed. Yeah. Other people who might want uh, to talk to their doctor for sure before they work out is somebody who's had a surgery in the chest cavity or abdominal cavity, something even such as a, a C-section or a hysterectomy, just because your body needs some time to heal. Absolutely. That's great. I know you're kind of um, delving into um, the what I'm getting into, and that's the common obstacles people run into. So are there any common obstacles that you think um, would get in the way? Now, I think you kind of mentioned some of it. In your case, it was kind of being busy. But if you could go into some of that for us. I think a lot of us have obstacles. Um, thinking of myself being busy, I was like, I don't have time. But I managed to do the workout at the beginning of the day. But even if you don't have that one hour, um, some of the tips I'd recommend is see pairing it with another activity. For example, if you're somebody who's spiritual and you have like a practice where you meditate or pray you can walk or do your workout in the morning while you're praying or if you have a dog or children you know walk with them that makes things a little bit easier another good type of workout to do though not too much because it can kind of set you backwards is hit or high interval intensity training um, so an example of that would be doing say sprints like sprint for 30 seconds and then walk for one minute if you do that kind of workout for only 15 minutes that's enough for that day. You're going to burn a lot of calories and you don't have to spend a lot of time. Another obstacle besides time that people have is that they don't have the equipment or the room. For example, if you live in an apartment and you don't have a lot of room, especially like say people who live in big cities like New York or, you know, Chicago, climb the stairs in your apartment. You don't have to have a lot of equipment. You don't have to spend money. Yes, absolutely. Just climb those stairs or get outside. Go outside to the park. You don't need to spend money. Um, so that excuse is out of the way. You don't have to buy equipment. Um, you don't have to spend a lot of money. And if you don't know what to do, like a lot of people, it can be quite intimidating to go to the gym and you're like, you're looking at all these machines and people doing weird, fancy, you know, exercises. Just talk to the personal trainer if you happen to have to, you know, to go to the gym or you don't even have to go to the gym. You can go on YouTube and Google a specific workout called calisthenics or body weight training. So that's using your body weight and you don't have to buy equipment. That's free. And there are a ton of free workouts on YouTube. I'll mention some of my favorite people. Um, there's a lady named Heather Robertson. She has amazing free workouts. I think she's been posting for the last five years and mm -hmm. she has a different range of workouts. Some are more gentle than others. Mm -hmm. Another lady, Carolyn Gervin, a ton of free workouts. Um, and yeah, you can Google anyone that kind of, you know, uh, fits with, you know, you like their personality, the music that they're playing. Right. That's great. You have to be able to connect with that. And this is all on YouTube, right? 
Yeah, on YouTube, um, if you don't want to spend money, or I think even if you want to spend money, you can um, find apps of people, various gurus that do workouts, and you can follow them. Absolutely. And it's that point that you make, I tell patients all the time, because I feel like when people hear exercise, they automatically assume signing up for a gym membership. And I'm like, you don't, you don't have to do that. I say the same thing going on YouTube. Um, so that's really, really good. A great tip. Um, so the other thing, before we delve into your actionable tips, because I'm pretty sure people are waiting for that, um, what would be the benefits of optimizing exercise in your weight loss journey from your perspective? I think the biggest uh, thing that you're going to obtain is actually achieving your goal without stressing yourself out and working too hard. Uh, some of us have pretty superficial goals. If that drives you, hey, like my goal was like, I need to fit in my clothes from residency. I don't want to spend more money. So what makes you happy. That's all that matters. Life is too short not to be happy. So yeah. Yeah. And the more, more important one is actually improving your health. Like our body is made to move. You know, exercising is good for your mind. It helps you de-stress. It's actually been shown to improve um, rates of depression. Like if people are depressed or having anxiety, once you get that workout in, it just kind of like lowers your stress levels. And it also releases good hormones or happy hormones, endorphins and pseudo-opiates. So you feel good after that workout. It's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. It helps you maintain your muscle mass. So there are a myriad of benefits of actually working out for your health, for your emotional health, your mental health, and you'll sleep better. Absolutely. And a plug in for how it makes you feel and look, because especially when you do the muscle bulking a little bit and get your body toned, it doesn't hurt to look the way you want to look. So I, yeah. it's absolutely okay. So let's get right into it. So what actionable tips do you have, um, Dr. Luanga, for our listeners to optimize exercise um, uh, um, for their weight loss journey? So the biggest tip I'll have, like in summary, is do cardio, cardio workouts, and do it fasted. That's going to give you the most bang for your buck. So the type of cardio I'm talking about is slow burn cardio, meaning that you walk um, and you are targeting a certain heart rate. So to figure out the optimal heart rate to burn fat for yourself, you want to be working at 50 to 70% of your heart rate max. So people are going to ask, what are you talking about? This is complicated. It's not that complicated. So the heart rate max for everyone is 220. So you take 220. If you happen to be a 20-year-old, I'm going to do this <laughs> very simple. I'm not a 20-year-old. But if you happen to be a 20-year-old, um, you take 220 uh, minus 20. You're going to have 200 left over. So 50% of 200 is 100 beats per minute. So that's the lowest heart rate that you'd want to work at. Mm. 220 times 70 or 0.7 is going to be 140. So that's the maximum heart rate you want to target while you're doing this specific type of cardio. So in order to make sure you stay in that range, you can buy one of these heart rate monitors off of Amazon, or say if you happen to be walking on the treadmill, occasionally you can put your hands on those, you know, those little metal strips where you can uh, hold on to and check your heart rate. If you notice your heart rate is higher than that, slow down. Because once you go above that targeted heart rate, your body is using sugar as an energy source rather than fat. To lose weight, specifically lose fat, you want your body to be burning fat while you're doing cardio. So that's number one. Work within your heart rate max 
and you want to be within 50 to 70% of your heart rate max to optimize burning fat while you're doing cardio. So the other thing you have to add on to that is how long is this session? You want your cardio sessions to be 45 minutes to 60 minutes long because when we start doing cardio, initially our body will start using sugar. After about 20 minutes, it starts to shift more into burning fat. 40 minutes plus, you really start going into burning fat. So if you can spare 60 minutes to do this cardio, that is excellent. You're going to burn a lot of fat over time, and you're still going to be able to maintain your muscle as you're losing weight. So that's the number one. Number two is try and do this cardio fasted. So I'm, I'm not good at this. I kind of cheat, <laughs> to be honest. So I grab my coffee. I'm like, I'm getting my coffee. If you can do black coffee, that's okay. It'll give you like a little pep in your step. So I get my coffee and then I'm like climbing stairs. So that's <laughs> how I get my cardio in. And then I have my little heart rate monitor. So do it fasted. It sounds painful, but you will, if you, if you can do it with your coffee, like eventually you kind of catch up and wake up. And just to make sure I have it, did you say do it fast or do it fasting? Sorry, fasted, meaning you're not supposed to eat. But okay. my, I'm like, oh, this is not how, I'll trip down the stairs if I don't have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need some energy. <laughs> I hear you. And I agree. Okay. And fasting would be nothing to eat for eight to 14 hours about, right? Yes. Well, or the simple way, just first thing in the morning when you wake up. All right. So you guys have heard it. So those, that is actually an amazing tip. Thank you. And I was going to ask you, so specific exercises. So you kind of explained, you know, what it involves. Can you give specific exercises? Now you mentioned, you know, treadmill and just, just to make sure people have an idea of what, what kind of exercises could fit that to, to help them get to that um, heart rate goal. Excellent. Excellent. So slow burn cardio. Um, would be something like walking, walking on a treadmill if you happen to have it. You might notice that if you're fairly fit, your heart rate is not going, reaching the target heart rate. You might stay at like 40%. So what you can do is increase the incline or increase your speed until you get to that heart rate of 70% to 50%. Another one would be climbing stairs. Another one would be a slow jog. But you might notice that if you're doing a slow jog, you kind of have spikes. So you might have to do jogging and then slow down. But this is this is so simple. And that's the paradoxical thing about it. You don't have to, like, kill yourself. Uh -huh. Lifting weights and hitch does not actually count in this slow burn cardio because you're going to spike too much and then have, like, episodes where you rest too much. You're going to be using more glycogen rather than using fat. Gotcha. This is so good. You guys didn't realize it was going to be this good, right? So thank you so much. This is so good. Now, two more questions for you. I always ask all my docs that come on. So why do you do what you do, doc? If you can let us know. Wow. Why do I do what I want to do? Can I just back up a little bit and add one more tip? Yes, please. Yes. This, is, this is a very important one. So the good thing about this kind of cardio, like I think a lot of people might notice if they're exercising, you get hungry and you want to eat more. That's usually when you're lifting weights, doing HIT, you're going to release certain hormones that make you hungrier. So very important thing, you cannot outwork a bad diet. You can't go to the gym, work out, and, you know, go eat ice cream. The good, yeah, the good thing about this kind of cardio is you're not going to get hungry. So keep watching what you're eating and then do add this about uh, three, minimum of three days per week up to six days per week. And just keep eating what you're eating. Don't increase and don't go treating yourself because you got your workout in in the morning. No, <laughs> that's that's so important because I 
I also made that mistake. I'll be like, I've worked that hard. I can like have an extra, you know, dessert with my dinner. And undo the work you just did. So yes, that's a great tip. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And then to back up to the question you asked me, why do I do what I what I do? I want to help people. Like I, you know, I've struggled. I know what it is like to struggle with your weight, and it's so frustrating and to read, you know, and think that you know the stuff and it's not actionable. So overall, I want to help people. I want to help people improve their health. I want my patients to stay out of the hospital. And to be honest, I, I, I suspect you feel the same way. I lean more towards like the natural way of doing things. But by the nature of, you know, medicine, we have to add medications. So if we can, you know, improve our health with natural means, what we eat, what we do in our life, like exercising, avoiding salt, sugar, alcohol, I, that is my preference. When medications are needed, it's needed. But I just want people to stay healthy in the natural way, as natural as possible. I love it. So the other um, follow-up question, and it's completely unrelated. So with all the experiences that you've had thus far, if you could meet your 20-year-old self, what would you <laughs> What advice would you give them? Oh. Everyone, like, that is a loaded question. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I think I tell my 20-year-old self to stop worrying so much, you know? Like, just go to the gym, chill out, it'll all work out. That's a good one, I love it. So, and I always ask that because there's probably somebody out there that could benefit from it. Aww. So Dr. Luanga, everyone, thank you so much. This was so good. Um, let's see. So how can people find you? Well, if people want to find me, I'm online. I'm Dr. Luanga on LinkedIn, at Luanga MD on TikTok, and I think IG. Uh, Dr. Luanga, all small letters on TikTok and YouTube. Um, so on any of those platforms, wherever you can message me, you can message me. In terms of my office, if you happen to be in the Saskatchewan or Sask Health region, um, if you have a family doctor and you have some complex medical issues, you can ask your family doctor for a referral to see me. Um, I think my office number is 306-565-8820 if your family doctor is going to send a referral. Absolutely. So you guys hit her up and I will definitely include that information in the caption of this video. So we have come to the conclusion, Dr. Luanga, this was amazing. So everybody, um, definitely hit her up. If you're looking for a primary care doctor, um, we're located Apple Valley family medicine. We're located in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Our number here is 304-350-1087. Call us and schedule an appointment. And we also provide, um, virtual care as well. Um, thank you so much for joining. Like, and for having me. Oh, you're welcome. This was so fun. So, um, all right, guys, you guys have a wonderful week. Like and share so that other people that uh, can benefit from this can um, get the video, okay? Have a great week. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week and have a great rest of your week.